I've got three, I think, really legitimate reasons that why, that why, English is, you got three legitimate reasons for the benefits, and I don't even think that's a good English, but whatever, we'll roll with it. Episode 1161 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, run several summer 5Ks. All right, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode, which may or may not be a sign of an impending apocalyptic event, a sign that hell hath frozen over, just want to uh, let you know that something that I created recently is still available. It's still free. It might still be worth your time. And that is uh, the, the heart rate keys giveaway PDF, whatever you want to call it that I've created. Um, it's pretty simple in terms of, I didn't get too deep in the weeds. I didn't get too crazy, but hopefully if you're, if you're interested in heart rate training, maybe, maybe not sure exactly what it entails, what it's about, or maybe you've kind of gotten into it a little bit, but you're not quite sure if you're doing it right or how to do it or what's, what's what, um, it might just be the thing that's, that's useful for you. For me, it's seven keys that, uh, really I, I learned, it took me a while to learn, trying to, to give you a little bit of insight on how to get the most out of your training miles when you're training according to heart rate principles, which not for nothing, I still say are the best principles for pretty much any runner, whether you're brand new to the sport, whether you've been doing it for years and decades and maybe longer than that. Um, heart rate training is, is solid. It's solid. And, uh, I want to help you out. So check it out. If you haven't done so already, Disruns.com slash heart rate keys. That's all one word. Disruns.com slash heart rate keys. And there's multiple keys because there's seven of them. So it's K-E-Y-S. Uh, of course, there's a link in the description for today's episode as well. So wherever you're listening to this, you should be able to, to scroll over to or, or slide or shift or swipe left or swipe right. Not that swipe left and swipe right, but just within your podcasting app. Um, and you should have a link towards the bottom. Toward, you know, after you scroll down just a little bit, it'll say, uh, get the keys, You hit, hit that button, hit that link, good to go. So today, talking about running 5Ks, which if you've been listening for a while, you know, you know is my favorite, one of my favorite punching bag topics. I am not a fan of the 5K. I will not be upset if I never, ever, ever run another 5K again in the history or in the future, I guess, of my life, in the, in the totality of my days. If I don't ever do another 5K, I'm okay with that. To be clear, I'm not saying that I will never run another 5K because we all know how that story would end, and I don't, I don't like the ending of that story. But I'm just saying I have no plans to run a 5K anytime soon. That said, when it comes to running in the summer, and you know, for those those of, of y'all that are listening to this uh, south of the equator, maybe you're heading into winter right now. Maybe this isn't the most timely uh, episode for you. Just go ahead, you know, like. Tuck this one away a little bit. Come back to it in February or whatever when you're when you're heading. I guess you'd be deep into summer at that point. Tuck this tuck this away until October, November when summer is starting to happen. Um, but for those of us in the northern hemisphere, summer's upon us, right? Um, it's it's been it's been toasty in a few places. It's been toasty in a lot of places. Some places very humid. Some pe- people have a dry heat. But one way or the other, you know, when it's hot this time of year, um, the heat. The heat is a factor, right? It's it's not not a whole lot of fun um, in any event. But one one thing that the hot summer months tend to do is dry up the options for longer races. Now you know if you look, you can still find a few 
you know, half marathons on the road, maybe a, a you know, occasional marathon or two. Obviously, Grandma's is coming up. Um, I believe this weekend, I can't remember this weekend or next weekend, but grandma's, you know, that's a pretty, pretty well-known marathon. That's kind of the last of the big road marathons until we start getting into, you know, September and October and more of the fall marathon season. You know, if you, if you look, you look on ultra sign up, there's, there's some options for ultra distance races, typically on the trail. Sometimes those have some shorter distances as well, halves and fulls. But the point being, when it comes to scratching the race itch for those of us that like racing, longer distances like to get at least a couple hours worth of our of time sometimes maybe 24 36 hours uh worth of, of running involved with our race fees there's not that many options between memorial day and labor day right between the end of may early september in large part because it's hot one race distance that there's no shortage of in the summer months and in some places year-round is the beloved slash bedeviled slash hated 5K. And as much as it pains me to say this, as much as, as you know, it's like I said at the beginning, maybe this is a sign of a looming apocalypse. I'm going to try to make an argument today that if you've got fall races on the calendar that are, you know, marathons, half marathons, ultra distance races, something that you're, you're aiming for, a, you know, a time, time goal, you're aiming for PRs and BQs and things of that nature. I'm going to make an argument that you might be well-suited to jump into not one, not two, but several 5Ks over the coming weeks and maybe even the next couple of months until you really start getting deep into the throes of training for whatever fall races you have. So I've got three, I think, really legitimate reasons that why, that why? English does. you got three legitimate reasons for the benefits I don't even think that's a good English, but whatever. We'll roll with it for why jumping into some 5Ks this summer might just be a good idea. So first and foremost, though, to be clear, and I said this once, I will say this again. I don't have any plans of jumping into any 5Ks this summer with the one possible exception that if we get up to to Michigan and the the, uh, local 5K that supports the uh, high school track and cross country team happens to be while we're there, I'll probably run it, but it'll probably be part of a longer run, which maybe that's part of the, uh, the, uh, rationale that I'm given today. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but probably won't be running it all out going for broke, but maybe, maybe we'll see. But that said, no plans of running any five K's this year or next year or any year for that matter. But why might you consider jumping into a five K or few this summer? Well, one reason that I think it could really help you really be beneficial for you. If you do have a big goal, marathon, half marathon, whatever the case might be later this fall, is that it's hard to argue with the ability of getting some race day reps in 5Ks that you simply can't get, or at least probably shouldn't get, in longer distance races. Um, You know, you realistically, like you've got six or eight weeks left of the summer, maybe even a little bit longer than that. I mean, you could run five, six, seven. You, you could run a 5K, a hard 5K, really race a 5K easily every other weekend, probably every weekend, depending on where your base fitness is, mileage, things like that. But like that would not be overdoing it for a lot of folks. And sure, the mileage is shorter than it's going to be for your longer goal races. I mean, clearly, obviously. But there are just certain aspects of racing that you that I believe 
you may you may disagree. That's fine. You're entitled to your your own opinion, even if it's questionable. There are there are aspects of racing that you simply can't practice in training. And we've talked about some of these before in terms of like fueling during an easy run, easy long run versus fueling on race day. And that's a completely different beast. And I'm not suggesting that you do a bunch of fueling experiments with a 5K because that's just ridiculous. The science on that doesn't back anything up. But what I am suggesting is that on on for this summer, if you're going to do a bunch of five day, 5Ks, you can certainly practice things like a controlled start. You can practice things like executing the race strategy that you have for yourself. You can work on running your own race and not getting caught up in what everybody else around you is doing. And over my years as a runner, and certainly over my years as a coach and working with some of you, um, those are things that I've struggled with. Those are things that people I coach have struggled with when it comes to goal half marathons, when it comes to goal marathons. And, and again, you know, something that you, it's, how are, how are you going to practice not starting a race too fast in a training environment when it's, you know, maybe it's you and one other person, you and a couple of, of friends going out for your long run. That's, that's hardly the same environment as towing the line at a, at a big race where there's maybe, maybe several hundred, maybe several thousand, maybe tens of thousands of people that are also at the starting line and you've got music and you've got excitement. Maybe some races you've got fireworks that go off at the starting line, uh, all the pumping up and the, the DJs and all the, like the, you can't compare. Oh yeah. Me, me and Kate are starting our long run at, in front of Kate's house on a random Saturday morning to starting a race. Like it's, it, there's just no comparison. So of course I don't start my long run too fast because there's, there's no reason to, I'm still half asleep and you know, whatever, but on race day, I've been up for a couple hours. I've had some coffee. There's all this excitement. I've got this goal. Yeah. It's easy to start too fast on race day. Can you practice that in a marathon every week? Probably not. Can you practice that in a 5k three or four, five, six times this summer? Yeah, absolutely. Now, again, there, you, you have to scale this a little bit. Like you're, you're going to be starting your 5k. If you're racing it probably a fair bit faster than you'd be starting your marathon, but it's still easy. Raises his hand. Cause he's guilty. It's still easy to go out too fast for your 5k pace. And then you pay for it, but you learn, right? The more times you practice something, the more you learn to maybe drown out some of the excitement, maybe, you know, enjoy the music or enjoy the, the atmosphere, but not let it get to you as much. And that kind of bleeds into executing your race strategy. You know, maybe you want to, in a longer race, maybe you're kind of trying to keep it easy for the first 5K. Well, in a 5K, maybe that's not so much the case, but maybe you're trying to keep it easy for the first half a mile just to kind of get through some of that excitement, then kind of find your pace and settle in. But you practice kind of having benchmarks, creating a strategy that works for you. You also practice running your own race. When that, when that guy or gal or whoever, when that mom pushing the stroller goes blown by you, you don't let your pride get to the better of you and be like, oh, hell no, I'm keeping it. Cause then you're going to, you're not running your own race anymore, right? You, you, you practice these things in a 5k and I promise you they will pay off on goal race day for whatever that, that might be. So, so again, 5k's it's, it's obviously not the same as racing a marathon or a half marathon or a 50k or whatever goal race you might have this, this fall, but can you practice some things that will directly translate to the race day environment? in a 5k better than you can practice those same types of things in a long training run. I think so. I think so. And therefore jumping into a 5k or several this summer might not be a bad idea. 
Another reason that uh, adding a few 5Ks to the mix this summer might help you for the fall. If you're really racing a 5K hard, you know, if you're going for the PRs, you're, you're pushing yourself, I would, I would make an argument that that's, that that's about as high quality of a hard workout as you can get. Sure, you can, you can push harder for shorter intervals for, you know, quarter mile repeats, half mile repeats, five minutes hard, like whatever, you know, any of those shorter interval type of workouts, hill sprints, things like that. Yeah, you're going to be pushing a little bit faster than that, of course. But in terms of just like get it to that red line and hold it for 20 to 30 minutes, I mean, it's, it's hard to do better than that. Now you could say, oh, but that's, it's the same thing as like a tempo run. You're not wrong. But what I would argue is that if I go out and try to do a tempo run, yeah, it's not going to, it's not going to go real well. I'm not going to be just being honest, just real talk here. I'm not going to be able to lock into that pain cave struggle bus like this hurts and it sucks, but like I'm going to keep grinding for three or four miles, which is really what you need to do for a good solid tempo run. But if I had some crazy hair up my backside that was like, you know what, let's jump into this 5k and really tackle it. Like, and this is like the one where maybe I'm almost could talk myself into it. Like I would execute to the best of my ability, just grinding and hurting and suffering and getting to that damn finish line as quickly as possible. Like I would execute a 5k as a tempo run plus probably a little bit harder than a tempo run a thousand times better than I could execute a good solid tempo run. Like just real talk. That's, that's how I am. I, I only do shorter and harder speed interval type of workouts because I know I'm wasting my time. If I try to do a tempo run, cause I just won't execute it. Well, if I jump into a 5k, I'm executing it much better than I am by myself. So, you know, if you're looking, if, if, if maybe and sometimes in the summertime, especially if you're running by yourself, like even doing a hard sprint workout, you know, some type of repeats, like you can do those, but like, I mean, again, realistically, am I, am I getting, am I going as hard as I could when I do those workouts by myself as I would be if I was in a group as I would be if maybe I was doing them at, like doing a race instead? Probably not. So again, I hate to say this because it's, it pushes me closer in that direction of jumping into a couple of these races. I don't think you can beat a 5k in turn, like again, a hard racing, hard 5k in terms of a high quality, hard workout. That's certainly going to be helping you move the needle, build the fitness for the longer term, you know, longer distance races. So if you want some high quality workouts this summer, yeah, you know, go to the track, do some of the hill repeats, things like that. Those are great, but maybe just maybe jump into a few 5k's and hammer it, get after it. That's a hell of a workout right there. Last but not least, reason to consider jumping into a few 5Ks this summer, uh, Monotony Buster. And and maybe it's just me. I don't think it's just me, although I know some of you people are have, have drunk the, the long run Kool-Aid. Um, but I don't like long runs. Like, I don't. I And I haven't for years. And I think I've said that a few times. Like, long runs are by far my least favorite runs of the week. Like, it just, I just don't like the idea of going out there and just plodding along, running basically the same route or two and just cruising along and, you know, listening to some podcasts and getting to some music eventually. And like, oh, all right, now it's been, you know, 14, 15, 16 miles. And like, all right, well, I guess I'm done. You know, like, it's just not exciting. Not even a little bit exciting. 
add some heat and humidity to the mix, and like those long runs are even less exciting. At least in terms, at least is how I feel. Maybe maybe you disagree. Again, that's fine. You're you're entitled to your own opinion, even if said opinion is questionable. But you know, long runs can just be can get monotonous. And again, especially in the summertime, especially with the heat and humidity and that type of factor. So a 5K can be a great way to kind of, you know, get you out of that, that rut a little bit, break up the, the monotony of long runs. And near as I can tell, it can, it can kind of be done so in two different ways. One of two different ways. Probably there's more, but the, the two most obvious ones to me are you could just do the 5K instead of a long run. And now some of you are like gasping and, oh my gosh, well, what would that do to my, my overall mileage for the week? I mean, it would cut it down a little bit, but so, so what? You know, if you're normally averaging 20, 30, 40, whatever, however many miles you're, you're typically averaging, you know, so, so maybe your long run is typically six or eight miles. So you run three miles for the, the 5k 3.1, maybe you get a half mile warm up in, maybe you get a mile cool down in. Well, shoot right there. That's pretty near five miles, which is pretty near your long run. So it really doesn't even do anything to your long run mileage. If your long runs are, you know, more where mine are 10, 12, 15 miles, something like that. Sure. It's, it's a tick down, but in the big picture, so what? And if, and you considering the fact that it was a good high quality workout, I was really getting after it. If I were to do this, which let's not kid ourselves, not going to happen. Um, but you know, so, so I got, you know, again, I still got my little, my warm up and my cool down. So I still ended up with five, five or six miles instead of 12 or 15. Okay. Like sure. It's shorter, but in the big picture, no factor. But if you're really caught up in the mileage, you know, maybe you're doing some type of, you know, virtual race across Tennessee, or maybe you're doing some run the year type of challenge where, you know, like may, maybe a few miles less or more, you know, isn't the end of the de- end of the world. But like, you know, if you're going to do several of these through the summer, maybe that starts to become more of a factor. Maybe you do something like a fast finish long run. Maybe, you, maybe you don't even do a fast finish. Maybe you just jump into the 5k at the end of your long run. You get through your 10 miles, you, you get to the start line right about the same time the race starts. Hopefully you time that out just, just as well. And then you just cruise along through the 5k, you know, it, no factor, not really racing it, just kind of cruising along, adds a little bit of variety, a little bit, a little bit of a monotony buster there. Cause it's just something different. And there's some other people around, but maybe you, you, you like I said earlier, you make it a, fi- a fast finish long run, kind of combine the, the high quality workout piece of the puzzle to also breaking up the monotony of the long run. And you, you do the same type of thing. You get eight or 10 miles and you kind of time that out so that you're hopefully finishing the eight or 10 miles of the long run, right about the time that the race starts, give yourself a few minute buffer, of course, but get to the starting line. And then you actually do race the 5k hard. Now, clearly you're probably not going to be PR hard because you just have eight or 10 miles. You just been running for the last couple hours. So your legs aren't exactly fresh, but near as I can tell, at least in my, in my personal N equals one experience, like the fast finish long run, where in this case, you know, you you run 10 miles easy or whatever the number is easy. And then you, you really run hard. You run as hard as you can for the 3.1 miles. Um, that has done more for my confidence in being able to dig deep in order to, to push hard on tired legs at the end of marathons than I think anything else. Now, of course, overall training volume, fitness improvement, like all those things are helpful. Don't get me wrong, but I've been amazed several times in terms of feeling like I was dead, feeling like I was, oh, I, I went, I pushed too hard, too early, whatever. Um, but I'm just going to keep pushing. And I kind of looked down at my watch and not only am I maintaining pace, but I'm actually getting faster in the last three or four or five miles of a marathon. And I do think that that is somewhat directly related to, you know, mixing in some, some fast finish long runs once in a while. So, you know, adding the 5k as part of your long run. And again, maybe combining it to make it a high quality workout as part of your long run. I mean, you know, it, it, it almost beats the idea of just setting out and cruising for 12 or 15 miles on your own. 
Almost. Almost. So, you know, again, do, do you need to run 5Ks to uh, set yourself up for a better fall racing season? Absolutely not. If you're up for some 5Ks and you're thinking, well, maybe, maybe I, I don't need to race 5Ks. I really have this goal of, of you know, a, a marathon PR this fall and I don't want to get distracted from that. I want to keep building my base and building my, my aerobic fitness and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You might just consider jumping into a few 5Ks this summer. Maybe you don't need to do one every week, but, you know, every couple few weeks, jump into one, practice some of those race day things that you just can't practice on your own, get some of those reps, get some quality, quality hard workouts in. That can be useful. And also just break up the monotony. Keep it fresh, which can help avoid burnout and just help you have fun, which is kind of if you can consider a racing a 5K fun, which I would question your judgment there as well. But, you know, not not getting burned out, not getting just too eh about running, I think that's important. So if jumping into some 5Ks helps with that in the summer, you know, you do you. Will I do it? I mean, like I said earlier, still a no for me. Not not saying there's a 0% chance, but there's like a 0.0001% chance. So maybe it'll happen. Don't hold your breath. But uh, if you're if you're on the fence, I mean, go for it. You got nothing to lose, and it might just help you when it comes to preparing for your fall races. So what do you think? You a 5K runner? You got you got a bunch of 5Ks lined up for this summer that you're excited about? Phew. You need to... Test your test your Kool Aid because I think you got something in it. But uh, if you do, if you don't, if you're like me, no way am I running a 5K. One way or the other. What do you think about 5Ks this summer? Uh, let me know. At Dizruns on Twitter, as always. At Dizruns also on Instagram, also as always. You can also shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to head over to the show notes today, where I'm not gonna, uh, you know, I'm just saying, I may have done some of my best work in terms of correlating memes and gifs into the blog post today. I mean, I've done some, I've done some pretty good work in the past. There's been some posts that have been, you know, kind of kind of going through the motions. Not today, not today. We've got some high quality, um, bad middle school age humor jokes going on in the show notes today, which is right up my alley. That's like, that's like my perfect speed. You want to check that out. Uh, also leave some comments. If you're so inclined down at the bottom of the page, disruns.com slash 1161. I'll get you there. Disruns.com slash one, one, six, one, and uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. One last reminder about the heart rate keys. Get it. They're free. They might be helpful. It might even help you realize that just trusting your watch to measure your heart rate, not good enough. In my opinion, and also in the opinion of science, not good enough if you're wanting to be serious about heart rate training. And I explain why with relevant links to like, not just bro science, but like actual American College of Cardiology. They kind of know their stuff. So you can check that out. Uh, once again, disruns.com slash heart rate keys, all one word, no dashes, no underscores, no, none of that nonsense. Heart H E A R T rate R A T E keys K E Y S in case I don't enunciate clearly enough, which is certainly a valid criticism. Disruns.com slash heart rate keys to get the giveaway. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. You got a friend that's, uh, you know, on uh, very much. Team Diz is an anti-5K and you want to try to get them to run a 5K with you, go ahead and hit that share button. Spread this one along to them. Maybe they'll get a chink in their armor and join you in a 5K this summer. Don't count on me doing one, but you just never know. You just never know. I might have almost convinced myself, almost being that keyword. But y'all, until next time, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you. (laughs) 